Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the 6.30 Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Stephen here again from the 6.30 Podcast. Uh, Thank you very much for joining me, it's been a while, uh, but we're back. I couldn't go without doing a uh, preview show for Double or Nothing because I'm so fucking excited for it. That's what we're going to talk about this week. They're trying to get back into the rhythm and flow of uh, doing the pod, um, because there is quite a lot, so we'll do a double or nothing this week, and then we'll do like a fucking huge catch-up episode next week. So straight into it, no fucking about, here is your double or nothing preview. So tomorrow night is double or nothing, um, which is AW. It was this time last year was AEW's first pay-per-view, which is fucking crazy when you think about it um you know i just remember fucking sitting there five o'clock in the morning um because it was a long pay-per-view it was fucking fantastic it was a great great watch i just remember five o'clock in the morning there was only two people there's i had a party full of people in my house near enough uh and by the end there was only two people my best friend one of my best friends kyle my sister John Moxley come Dean Ambrose makes his debut after Jericho beats uh, Omega and he was near bouncing on top of me like it was just it was one of the most insane memories I will have of that night of wrestling ever because it was the first in a long time proper surprises and last year's Double or Nothing it was a lot of people didn't really know what to expect um but it just knocked it out of the fucking park so this one does have a lot to live up for um. But this is going to be, I think, a good one as well, especially with everything that's going on. It was meant to be out in Vegas at the MGM Grand. Uh, it's not going to be now, unfortunately. It's going to be with basically in the empty arena. The only thing is, as I've said before, AEW do have the upper hand on that at the minute because what they're doing is putting wrestlers that aren't competing at either side of the crowd. If they're a bad guy or a good guy, they're basically on each side. And it's adding a little bit of atmosphere to the matches, which is a lot better. Um, so having a look at the preview then um, for this because it is a pretty stacked card and I'm looking forward to it so there is a one pre-show match uh, which is Private Party versus Best Friends uh, This winner of this will be number one contender for the tag titles and um, this will be a solid match um, Private Party have probably been the most surprising part of AEW's tag division because nobody they were the one team nobody really knew beforehand but they're extremely talented um, great high flying team uh, best friends, Trent and Chuck, um, I think, are probably the most underrated team on the roster. Uh, Trent, I think, could go out in his own and be a top-tier mid-card wrestler pushing main event because he's, he he's very good. He's had great matches with like, so Omega and Moxley and everything so far, just on his own. Um, I think I do think this will be a good match to see Best Friends chicken the win then go on to face Omega and Hangman um, which will be a pretty good match so that's the only pre-show match that's been announced and prob- it's only a half hour pre-show so it probably will be the only one um, going on to the main card there's no obviously no uh, roster or anything for it or no it's not been announced what way it's working yet um, in regards to what matches where. So just going to go from, uh, just sort of go in order here. Uh, so the first one is a, a bit of a late addition to it, uh, which is Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Um, with this, I am a huge Sean Spears fan. I think he's seriously underrated. 
but and this is a one huge criticism I have of AEW is that the Rhodes family and the elite always seem to be the ones that are winning. They're the ones that are booking the matches as well. I don't see I don't I think Dustin has done more in his short time with AEW in the last year than he maybe done in the last ten years of being gold dust as well. Um this is two professionals just gonna go out and have a probably a solid five to ten minute match. Um I want Sean Spears to win it. I think he needs that push um to some sort of direction because they don't really know where to go with him. Uh but I do think Dustin will win that one. Um the next one is the Stadium Stampede match. So this sounds fucking insane. So it's in the middle of the Jacksonville Jaguars uh football field. Um it's Matt Hardy and the Elite, so Hangman Page, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle, Jericho, Jake Hager, former Jack Swagger, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, the, um, and this is going to be a best match of the night. There's no fucking doubt about it. There's no way this match doesn't kill it. Um, and the build up to it with Broken Matt Hardy, who, if you haven't experienced Broken Matt Hardy, where the fuck have you been? Like, it, go on to YouTube, just type in Broken Matt Hardy and, you know, I want to say have a joint because I don't, I, I haven't watched it while high, but I think if you have a joint, then I think um, it would maybe enhance the experience, but maybe not. It's, it's you'll feel high after watching it, basically. Um, with this as well, the build up a lot of it has been between Matt Hardy, Kenny Omega, I and the more Jericho, Hager, and Sammy. Um, Santana Ortiz, Hangman Page, Young Bucks haven't been around as much. They're only back the last few weeks, and Page and uh, the Young Bucks are only back as of Wednesday's Dynamite. Um, I think it's going to be a great match. I don't know what to expect from it because it can literally take place anywhere in that fucking football stadium. Part of me wants to say I want to see one of the Young Bucks do a dive off the top of the stadium and down into the parking lot, but obviously they would die, so that's not going to happen. Um, I don't know what to expect with this one. I think it's going to be a great match. I don't care who wins. I think they'll go with the... I don't know, because Dynamite had the Elite standing tall, so they might go with the Inner Circle. They might go with the Elite. It's quite a tough one to call. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say I want the Inner Circle to win it because I think Jericho is the best thing about AEW. Um, even now, you know, pushing 50, he's unbelievable. Um, but there's so many stories can be told coming out of this, especially with Matt Hardy. There's also the rumours of Sting getting involved in this match, which is a bit crazy. Um, but saying he's a fucking old man now, but hey, The Undertaker just signed a 15 year contract to wrestle till he's fucking 70, so you never know. Um, but we'll go with the inner circle um, for now, but fuck, that's gonna be a great match. Um, the next one, it might not even happen, so it's Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Um, Britt rumoured to have tore her ACL, so I'm not gonna talk on this one, um, which is a shame because her heel push has been fantastic so far. Um, but I'm not gonna. Well, it'll be a solid wrestling match. That's all I have to say really about that one. But I'm not going to delve into it too much because I don't think it's going to happen. And if it does, she'll get replaced. So it could be, it's most likely going to be Penelope Ford. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that one. Um, so moving on, marching on, we've got Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida 
for the women's title. No DQ, no countout match. Um, the women's division is something, again, I'm very critical of. Because they've rebooted it, in a way, since they've went back to live shows in the last three weeks. Which has actually been, it's actually been better. Um, which is a good start. But I still don't think Nyla Rose is the right person to be holding the title. Um, I don't... Um, it's not because she's trans or anything like that. I just don't think she's very good. I think she's too green. I think she got the title too early. Um, I hear her promos. She, she just shouts. Uh, with Shida, another criticism is a lot of the Japanese ones seem to be getting what the push um, to the title sort of rank. I mean, Shida is, what, 10 and 1 or something like that in AEW um, this year. So I don't know what the, the point is of pushing her because she's going to get beat by Nyla Rose because Nyla's not going to drop the title yet um, I don't think because she's only held it since February and hasn't that's it, she hasn't defended it yet either so I can't see her dropping it on the first defence I do think this will be solid enough because I think Sheeta has enough to actually carry the match um, to an ODQ match with Nyla um, I think Nyla will win it uh, but it should be it should be okay um, the mat, the normal match here I'm extremely excited about is the uh, nine-man casino ladder match, which is essentially the AEW version of Money in the Bank, by the sounds of it. But it's like Money in the Bank melded with a Royal Rumble. So there's nine guys. Um, they have to come in every was a minute and a half, two minutes, um, and then they will basically come in an order. Now, the interesting part of this is the first two guys starting, one of them can win it, and then that's a match over. Like they can go up the, the ladder, reach the chip. I think it is they're gonna have like a casino chip, and that's it. And the winner gets a future AEW World Title shot. So in this one, we've got Darby Allen, who is uh, probably the biggest success story of AEW so far, in my opinion, and um, because he's so fucking over um, with the crowd, uh, his personality is Jeff Hardy esque, which. If you know everybody sort of loves Jeff Hardy, um, and Darby does remind you a lot of that, including his style and everything, um, the way he wrestles. Also in the match is Colt Cabana, Rice, your favourites in there, Orange Cassidy. I know you're will be listening to this. Your man Orange is on this. Uh, Ray Phoenix, who injured himself on Wednesday, but from what I read, he's okay. Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and to be announced. So. Solid lineup. This match can't be bad. Um, Ray will do some sort of huge dive off the top of the ladder. Uh, so will Scorpio Sky. So will Kip. So will probably the majority of them. Um, Orange Cassidy will probably walk about the ring and do very little. But that's just Orange Cassidy. Um, the two be announced is very interesting, especially with all WWE's releases. Uh, it could literally be anybody. Um, it could be anyone from Zack Ryder to Drew Gulak actually he's got no 90 day release policy um, so it, it could be anyone here in that fact it, I mean with AEW they're not great with surprises so part of me is expecting like Billy Gunn or DDP um, like so Joey Janela has already said he's not in the match same with Jimmy Havoc so it, it's probably you wouldn't announce that for it to be somebody who's not debuting um I think it's going to be Brian Cage, who has been rumoured he's already signed, but he was injured from Impact. I want it to be Zack Ryder, but as much as I think Ryder's going to go to AEW, I 
don't think that he's going to debut in an empty crowd because I think that'll be a really good moment for when the crowds come back, personally. Um, in regards to winner, I'm going to say Scorpio Sky because he's been slow, slowly built to sort of break away from SCU, slowly built to become the, a, a main eventer almost, which is uh, very good. I, 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 I do like Scorpio. Um, so this is going to be a great match regardless. Scorpio Sky, if not, I'll say Darby Allen or Phoenix. But uh, did I go with Orange Cassidy though? Is again Orange Cassidy is over with a crowd, and that would be a feel good story. But I, I can't see Orange Cassidy as world champion. Like Cassidy's not the beat Moxley. I'm sorry. Um, in regards to that, I think the only one really believable is Scorpio Sky or Darby Allen. Maybe at a push Ray Phoenix. Mm, uh, yeah, we'll say one of those three, but I think it will be Scorpio Sky. So next match up then um is where are we? Uh, it's MJF versus Jungle Boy. It's, basically, this is a main event within the next five years for AEW for a world title. Uh, these two guys are the absolute fucking future of the company. Uh, MJF is just. At twenty four, the all round package. He can talk. He can. He's got a real old school fucking vibe to him. Um, likes Roddy Piper. He reminds me so much of Roddy Piper. It's crazy. Um, he can wrestle as well. He can wrestle like fuck. Um, but it's he's a, he's a, the heel you love to hate. It, it it reminds you so much of Piper. It's a heel that you absolutely just fucking love to hate. Um, and he gets the crowd going. You know, uh, he, he does get under the skin of the crowd. Um. F fucking phenomenal worker. Uh, Jungle Boy is again. I think he's twenty one. Um, the last time, uh, and again, very high. F he'll he'll sort of go off the tag team, sort of. Uh, he'll leave us the Jurassic Express at some point and sort of branch out on his own. Uh, he can do a bit of everything. He can he can do high fi and technical. He hasn't talked a lot, so I don't know about his mic skills yet, but. The last time these two faced off on Dynamite was a great match. MJF got the win on this one um, on that time. Um, the whole build-up has been with MJF at the minute. Is he is undefeated. He should really be number one contender as well, in my opinion. Um, I love MJF. I really, really do. I'm a wee bit biased on this one. Um, he should be number one contender. He beat Cody um, at the last pay-per-view on him. It was a great match as well, that one. Um, this one should go MJF's way. The whole way it's being built is that he's the uncrowned champion, in his opinion. Um, and he beat Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy's mate, on Dynamite Wednesday past. Um, basically because, you know, they made him out, you know, because Marco Stunt's so small, you'll never write down anything, yada, yada, yada. Um, MJF should get the win here. I'd imagine... I wouldn't be mad if Jungle Boy won, uh, but MJF should get the win. Wardlow at ringside um, could impact it. Um, going back to the AEW ladder match, casino ladder match, another, I think if MJF is one of the first matches before the ladder match, he could be the mystery entrant as well. I think that's just something I can see happening. Uh, Wardlow at ringside... Um, as well could is going to impact that Wardlow's actually someone whenever they were doing before they were back to doing live shows and pre-taped ones he had a few matches he's really fucking good like he, he's very Lesnar-esque he has a better the F10 it looks so much better than the F5 
as well. Um, reminds me of a young Lesnar, which I'm looking, you know, I think he'll develop very well. Uh, at the minute he's MJF's crony, it's, he's going to turn eventually. Um, but MJF gets the win on this one, in my opinion. Now, the two main events, um, the first one, Moxley versus Brody Lee. This is really weird, because it's Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper as well, and um, Brody Lee has went from being a mid-carder in WWE to being a main eventer in AEW straight away, uh, which is fantastic. He's proven a lot as well in such a short time. Uh, he was never really given a chance to talk in WWE. Um, if you listen to his podcast with Jericho, um, in regards to it, he was told to speak in a southern accent, but when you listened because of his appearance, but when you listen to him, he's got a very he's very well spoken, he's very eloquent, and what he's doing as the leader of the Dark Order, the exalted one, almost like as a cult, well, like as a cult leader, as a cult leader, it's very good. Um, it's perfect for him, and he's doing. I I think you know a lot of people thought he was the most underrated wrestler in WWE for years, and I do agree with that um, statement as well. Um, Moxley has been... He hasn't, obviously, since he won the title, it's not, it's not his fault. He hasn't really had much to do. He had that match with Hager in the empty arena, which is pretty good. Um, but this is really a start of him as the champion. This is the first real feud he's had. Uh, in regards to this with Brody Lee, Brody Lee stole the title, of course, on him. Um, it can't, it'll be a solid match, but it's it'll be a solid match. The build-up for it's been a wee bit tame, I will say that. Um, Moxley, of course, is picking up the win. Moxley isn't going to lose the title this early. Um, and he is the right person to... Um, hold the title at the minute. Speaking of Moxley, if you haven't, I know it's not on fight anymore, but if you can find his new movie called Cage Fighter, um, I watched it the other day, and that's just a movie recommendation for you guys. Fucking great, great movie. Um, it's almost rocky ass. It's like, if you've ever seen Warrior with Tom Hardy, a lot of it is like that. Um, that's completely what it reminded me of. It just it's not as good as Warrior. Warrior is a fucking great movie, but uh, check it out. Uh, it's a very good movie. Easy way to pass an hour and a half as well. Um, the match I think will be main event here as well. Cody versus Lance Archer. Fuck Cody cannot win this match. He cannot. Lance Archer cannot lose at this point. This is something I am extremely, extremely passionate about. I don't think Archer can lose at this point. He's been built as a fucking monster and he's just been decimating everybody. Like, literally just fucking destroying anybody he wrestles. I don't see what the point is of him losing at all just yet for the TNT title. Like, this is your first champion. Cody probably is going to win because Cody just like, I, it's frustrating. I, I, he can't, it, it's actually in the way of me a bit. Um, the build-up for this has been fucking fantastic. Jake the Snake Roberts at Lance Archer's side. He fucking, what was it, Britt Baker knocked out Cody's wife Brandy. Lance Archer, you thought he was going to like, do something to Brandy in the ring. Jake the Snake pulls out a snake, puts it on top of Brandy. Fucking beautiful, that. Oh, my God. Um, but... <sighs> And then the whole Cody, you know, he just wants that lance, basically. Mike Tyson's also going to be there. Uh, he's going to be presenting the winner. This is what I think will happen. I think Mike Tyson will knock Lance Archer out and then Cody will win. I really hope I'm wrong because I think 
Cody can't challenge for the World Championship. He said on himself, if he didn't beat Jericho, he wouldn't. So he's got the CMT title now. I really hope they haven't created this title for Cody. This title should be a mid-card title. Give it to the likes. Archer's a main event guy, but it's sort of, it's different for him. Because it elevates him already. It gives him a bit of credibility. People that maybe didn't know who Lance Archer was beforehand from his run in New Japan will know more about him now. If it makes more sense to give Archer the title than to give Cody the title. And then you have Archer, you can face likes of Darby Allen, face likes of Luchasaurus, Wardlow, Jungle Boy, Brody Lee even, you know, there's even if you want to give him likes of Kenny Omega and stuff like that, you know, but have Archer win and have him hold the title for a substantial amount of time. That's what I would do. I just don't see why Cody wins this, but I think he will. Um, but anyway, that is it. Um, that that's pretty much yeah. That that is it. Um, I there's no more matches announced as of yet. I'm recording this the day before, so I can't see uh, there being much more announced. Um, yeah, the, uh, the debuts. I don't think a part of mystery guy. I mean, last year obviously. You had what Dark Order debuted, like they attacked um, thingy, uh, who was it? Best Friends actually. Then uh, they attacked Best Friends when they debuted. The revival maybe have something to do with the Young Bucks, you know, in that Stampede match. You know, the revival could come out and debut, uh, but that's AW Love is a good surprise. Um, but I don't think. There'll be anything major like that, bar obviously last man who could be literally fucking anyone. Um, it's good that Dustin Rhodes has a match actually now because that was my first thought who it was going to be. Um, but yeah, I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, so that was my double or nothing preview. So that's it. It's good to be back with you all. Um, I'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, get back into the rhythm, rhythm of things. Um, we'll do a review show. I, I've got to do a huge fucking recap show because I've missed like five weeks or something with us. Um, but yeah, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I'm glad you all listened. The Tiger King fad sort of died out, so yeah, she probably did kill her husband, but I'm not going to say it every week. Uh, it was popular at the minutes. I don't know, I'll think of a new closer. Um... I can't really think of what's popular at the minute uh, but anyway yeah um, thanks for listening um, take care enjoy Double or Nothing if you're watching it um, stay safe stay outside if you have to as Boris Johnson says stay outside if you have to go to work I don't know what that clown's on I'm not getting this on a political podcast anyway have a good weekend and take care <laughs>